0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com/forward/slash/voiceamerica or search for us at keyword Voice America.
1: Hi, this is Yvonne Allen, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future Is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old Allison Dalton, who went missing from Strasburg, Virginia, on July 27, 1998. Allison Dalton is Caucasian. She has blue eyes and brown hair. Please check out her picture on ourfuturesmissing.com as she would look like at 12 years old. She was last seen on July 1998 at 7.50 a.m. She was abducted from the scene of a homicide at 175 South Charles Street, Apartment B8, Strasburg, Virginia. She is considered lost and possibly injured. If you know of Allison Dalton's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's one 800 843-5678. 843-5678. To see a picture of Allison Dalton, please click on the link on the Voice America page homepage. Our future is missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you.
0: This is voiceamericakids.com. Remember
2: Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie
3: Rose. Welcome, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Network. So, if you feel like my voice sounds a little bit weird today, you're correct. Because, I don't know why, but quick story here... For some odd reason, you know, this week, I was like, oh, this week is great, you know? We're going to have the Valentine's Day, we had the Renaissance Fair that I got to go to, and then guess what? I just lost my voice all of a sudden, sounded like I was sick. Are you sick, Maddie? I'm not at all, so I don't know what's happening, but, you know... Just bear with me. But we have a very special guest today. Her name is Maddie as well, right? We had another Maddie. I think this yeah. is the first time that I've actually had somebody else with the same name as me on here. Yeah, you
4: keep saying Maddie, and I'm just like, what? Me? You talking yeah. to me?
3: You're like, that's my name, too, right? <laughs> Except you spell it M-A-D-I. Yeah, right. That's cool. And I spell mine M-A-D-D-I-E. It's so so a little different. Small difference, right? So I just want to say thanks for joining me today, though. Of course, though. Yeah. yeah. But how are you doing? Good.
4: Staying busy. And I'm sure you're staying busy, too, our pageant lives. Yes.
3: Chaotic, but Mm -hmm. fun. you got to love them. But um, Maddie, I hear that you're the current Arizona's Outstanding Teen. So why don't we start off by telling me what that's like. It's
4: um, it's a lot of community service. It's a lot of I work with kids who have intellectual development, so developmental disabilities. So that's mainly what I work with when I go to. I host pageants. I host modeling events. I host anything you can think of, and just a whole bunch of events all mm-hmm. over my community. And it's it's a busy, but it's so worth it, and lots of opportunities out there for me.
3: Great. And I know that I've had a few pageant systems, according to mine also. We did the United States system. Now we finally get the Outstanding Teen System on here, so I like how we have the variety. (laughs) But why don't you tell me a little bit about your system, though?
4: My system is a scholarship pageant, and we... I'm the teen version, so the Miss do swimsuit, mm-hmm. we do physical fitness because of our age. So we'll go on stage and we'll re- pretty much do a workout routine on stage doing jumping jacks and things like that. But it's the same, it's on stage question, it's evening gown, it's um, just showing and promoting your platform as well. So that's what we do, and then we'll go to Miss America, Miss America's Outstanding Teen, that's our nationals, so...
3: Great. And I'm glad that you really mentioned the competition because I know some other pageants are different too. You know, right, exactly. some will do swimsuit like you said, some will do yeah. fitness wear, but for this particular one you do fitness. So what was it like to, you know, kind of perform that routine on stage? <laughs>
4: it's, it's a little it- People kind of laugh about it, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay, you're <laughs> not at the gym." But it's fine with me. I, I mean, we're at the age where we don't re- really mm-hmm. need to be showing our body off, and that's what miss is for. So it's it's fun. It's a little mm-hmm. embarrassing, but you can show off, and you're working out, and so it's it's not a big deal.
3: Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we do that, though. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. So that's nice, and. What did you think that you found most challenging during the pageant? You know, there's so many different areas of competition. I know there's also interview. That's panel style, correct? So, you know, everybody kind of has their own, like, favorites and kind of challenges. So what's yours?
4: My favorite is definitely talent. The challenge, I would say... On-stage question is always one that you mm-hmm. kind of start to get iffy about and you get nervous and your palms get sweaty and then you get on stage, and but you practice so hard for it all year. It's just like interview, but you're in front of everyone. So that's that's always been my challenge, but I've never, I haven't had that moment on stage where I go quiet and go scared. So it's we're okay for now. But other than that, everything else is pretty easy and it's pretty, it's, it's natural being up there and it's fun. Mm-hmm.
3: I agree. I think that everybody kind of has that challenge right. during on-stage question because if anybody has ever been on stage and you know asked questions and mm-hmm. you have no clue what it is you got to think on your feet exactly. and you have know to, have to know your stuff exactly. especially with those
4: judges looking right <laughs> right mm-hmm. at you
3: <laughs> i know but i'm really glad also that you mentioned about it being academic friendly mm-hmm. so with this pageant how do they support education
4: they they In the teens, actually, 5% of your score is from your grades, from your transcripts you have to hand in. And once, if you've won, you will gain a scholarship. I won $5,000 scholarship that I can put towards any school that I choose to go to, which is really nice. So um, after the years, it'll add up. Even if you're doing local pageants, it can, even if it's just $1,000, the more locals you do. And like I did a local, so now I won the state and I gained even more money, which is awesome
3: hmm that's awesome yeah. i'm really glad about that because you always want to have you know in a pageant it's really great if they support your academics mm-hmm. because like everybody says it's always something to fall back on exactly. and that's like the first step to a career
4: yeah i mean it's nice for the miss as well because if they win they get the scholarship but they take a year off of school so they have that money to go back and not be so going crazy with all the events mm-hmm. they have to make so it's nice for them too and then when we head off to college then we have it as well
3: nice it always works out mm-hmm. in the end huh yeah And, you know, for everybody going into a pageant, sometimes it can be a little difficult deciding if you should or if you shouldn't or if this system's right for you. But um, what can this system offer to somebody? I
4: definitely think this system, you gain a lot of confidence. Everyone is always coming up to me telling me, you've grown so much. It's been a year. Mm -hmm. You're so different. I don't know who you are. And and they always mean it in a good way. Just being at so many events, talking, showing off my wardrobe makes me feel good about myself. Like, wow. Like, wow. Like, this is awesome. I'm trying on different dresses for people. They're Mm -hmm. sponsoring me. And it's just, it's a great experience. And you get to speak and you get to meet
3: so many new people that you always are learning something from. So it's great. Awesome. And I know this is probably one of the frequently asked questions of yours but what did you want to accomplish in your year as arizona's outstanding team because it's a big job i can consider that but and i know everybody's different as well Mm -hmm. so
4: i had a few i i wanted to do a lot with special olympics and the minute i won actually i traveled down to tucson three times i traveled to phoenix twice in the first week that i won and i did more things with that so Mm -hmm. my platform was best buddies don't disabilities. Now it's just don't disabilities. And I'm working with Special Olympics, Best Buddies, Mosaic, all different types of organizations that work with those kids and those adults that have those disabilities.
3: Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad to hear that because it's always great to have a charity platform. Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. And it's it's nice because that shows people that we're not just we're not just the toddler's and tiaras, mm-hmm. we're not the honey boo boo, things like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, that's right. so funny that we're, you mentioned yeah. that
3: too. We're in it for the
4: scholarships, mm-hmm. we're in it for the helping out the community so
3: yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because we were just at an event and you know talking to people they have that stereotypical Uh, idea of it and it's like no really why we do this is for the charity the community service it's we have the heart to do it so i'm glad to hear that coming from you (laughs) as well
4: they just look at the crowd and see their princess shirts you wear tons of makeup you wear the fake everything Uh your telers
3: and tiara no it's totally (laughs) the opposite (laughs) exactly and for anybody you know wanting to Why is charity close to your heart?
4: It's always been, it just makes me feel good about myself. And to see the kids, to see the people with smiles on their face, I think a lot of people... think that we're just working with kids but mm-hmm. I've been to homeless shelters I've been to so many different things where there's adults too and even though I'm 20 30 years younger than them they're still looking at me and it puts a smile on their face and then if they have kids it it makes them look up to me and it makes me feel good and it's mm-hmm. just it's really is a good experience and I encourage as a part of my platform and a part of being Miss Arizona Miss Arizona's Outstanding team, I encourage that to, for people to get out and go do what we're doing even if it's not with the pageant organization.
3: Yeah, great advice though. <laughs> and you know, with all the events that you've been through because obviously people sometimes don't realize how long a year is and how many events you can right. fit into it. Sometimes we're doing events, you know, every weekend mm-hmm. and we love it so much and everybody kind of has their own favorites of that as well. But what kinds of events have you been able to attend so far?
4: I've been to I've been to so many. I like I love doing I love hosting things. I love mm-hmm. I went to um it was a modeling show, and they modeled Dillard's. It was a prom dress thing. Mm-hmm. And so the high school students, it's nice because they relate to you. So you get the crowd going, and they're your age, and they come up to you, and they're, you know, that was great, that was mm-hmm. awesome. So things like that are fun. And when you get to mingle with everyone, I love doing Special Olympics. That's, that's my favorite. That has to be my favorite. And just mm-hmm. when they get a medal, when they make it to the end of yeah. the race, the look on their face and the smile
3: is awesome. It's really feels good. I'm really glad. And since, you know, working with children with disabilities and, you know, just kind of that broader Mm -hmm. perspective of that, um, what have you been able to do with them in terms of, like, your entire year as a whole?
4: Well, I started a cheer team Uh, Mm -hmm. it was a smaller cheer team a few of them wanted to do it and then I did a lot with the track team at our school and a lot with the football team and then when I'd go out to Special Olympics they'd come we'd all warm up together so there was just so many little things I did and I um, after my years up I'd like to go start my own basketball team I used to play basketball so that's something I'd like to start and just see what we can do and help out even more than
3: what's already been helped and get to know more and more of them Mm-hmm. And I think that's great that you mentioned that, too, because I think it's pretty awesome when girls like us who, you know, compete in pageants and stuff, then we're still active in the community. Exactly. You're like, we can do basketball at the right. same time, right? <laughs> no. And they wouldn't really think that. They're like, you don't look no like wait. somebody you like that. You have nails. You can't do that. Anymore. Yeah, it's like we can just, you know, flip them <laughs> off and do that. So, you know, there's a little bit of everything that we exactly. can do, but that's really cool. And, you know, it's really great that you're working with the charity platforms as well, because then it's something that you can do always and forever of and course. just you know yeah, out there it sticks with you yep exactly but we have some more questions for you but why don't we take a break for now i'm maddie rose keep it right here you're listening to the voice america kids radio network
1: you're listening to voice america kids now with 33 more active ingredients and no artificial coloring
2: stay connected sign up for our newsletter go beyond your favorite voice america shows visit iradioblog.com You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. So we're still talking with Maddie here, our current Arizona's Outstanding Teen, which is really cool because we've been able to talk about your charity so far, a little bit about the system, why it's so interesting, and um, what it can do for others. Mm -hmm. So something that we haven't really gone into depth about would be your talent. So tell me what you did for your talent.
4: In my local, my first pageant I did, I won Miss Maricopa's Outstanding Teen, and there I did did a lyrical to I believe by Fantasia and then I wanted to change it up a little bit when I went to state so I did a um no it's state I did mm-hmm. a lyrical dance. <laughs> I did the same thing. And then nationals I went and did a character dance to okay. Spanish Rose. So I sh- showed my personality more and that was more my thing, but um getting all my dances mixed up. I danced too much. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I did. I've been dancing for so long, so that's my favorite thing. Love it. Yeah.
3: Great. How long have you been dancing for? I've been dancing since I was five,
4: so I've been dancing for thirteen years. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of experience long time, then. Yes. <laughs> Definitely hard work. Yeah. It it these past few years I was in studio work twenty four seven. It was pretty much my second home. But after I won Miss Arizona's outstanding teen I took it slow and kinda just took a few classes here and mm-hmm. there. Just with the the events. Obviously you know it's just every weekend it can be crazy, mm-hmm. it can be a lot, so it adds up.
3: Yeah, and I'm really glad that you mentioned that you've been dancing for so long because there are different people who have been dancing, you know, the same Mm -hmm. time as you, or maybe they're just getting into it, or maybe they're interested in it. So what would your be your advice to people who want to get into dancing.
4: Well, I actually work at my old dance studio right now. That's my little side job. I'm nice. the front desk girl and I sub. So when they come in and they they tell me I, I've never danced before, what do I do? You have to start somewhere. And even if mm-hmm. you just start right now, you can work your way up. There are classes you can take. You can take private lessons. Um, it, it start anywhere because dancing, it's good for your body. It's good to stay in shape and it's easier than running and it's easier <laughs> than lifting weights. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> but, fun. Yeah, and it keeps you stretching, which is good so that's why that's why i enjoy it and so i always tell everyone just give it a try and even if it's not for you you tried and you liked it and you mm-hmm. didn't like it whatever you think
3: good and that's really great that you kind of found your niche in life i'd yeah. say right <laughs> <Yep>. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> What kind of talents have you seen at Arizona's Outstanding Teen? Because, you know, there's different people who have different talents, and they don't really know what to do sometimes. There's literally been everything. There's always
4: monologues. There's singers. There was a roller skater at Miss America. There was one girl, I, I think Maine, she did a... It was kind of like musical theater play monologue. She mm-hmm. did Peter Pan, so she came on with a sword, and she was in tights, things like that. Um, I've seen puppeteers. I've seen what are these called? Um, the ventriloquist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking about. It, I was like, it starts with motions, the v, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's honestly, you can do anything if if you can. You're good at something, you can do it
3: nice it's your talent yeah that is very mm-hmm. cool though I know it's kind of exciting to see some of the different yeah, talents, especially when they're different you're just wow wish I could do that yeah. <laughs> and then you try and you're like wow no, no, <laughs> you're I like, can't do
4: that you're like people really have a passion <laughs> for that and Absolutely, it's great yeah
3: awesome and what has your nationals experience been like
4: that was probably one of the good it was so fun it was I went out there expecting it to be Everyone in game mode, everyone in But but mm-hmm. the minute we got out there, everyone was so, everyone was nice, everyone was, we were having fun, and so I was a lot, I was all tensed up when we got there, and we were doing <laughs> the Tony Bowles photo, sh- photo shoot, and I was kind of looking around, just like, oh, this is scary, but mm-hmm. then I got, I roomed with Miss Utah, and we instantly became best friends, and I started hanging out in Mississippi. We called each other by states, we were not about to learn 53 other mm-hmm. names, that would have just been a mess, but... It really was. It, it was a great learning experience. I performed in front of 5,000 people. so Wow. It was, yeah. It boosted my confidence a lot. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. A great accomplishment, huh? Uh,
4: absolutely. Yeah.
3: Because 5,000 people, it's a lot. Sometimes it's kind of nerve-wracking, oh, I would oh, say, too. Yeah. But then once you get out there, I feel like you see them on stage and they just kind of come alive and everything's okay after that It makes you want to play to them and kind of show off and it's your time to your
4: time to shine so it was fun
3: (laughs) definitely and what would your be your advice in terms of preparation for the pageant
4: it it's a lot of preparation especially when it comes to uh interview you have to You don't have to practice to where it's perfect. You just have to work on your voice and work on speaking and just get good at it, become relaxed. So not to where you have everything organized and you're robotic with the judges, but Mm -hmm. I think that's what the event's what's good about the events too because you're going out and speaking casually with everyone and then you know working on the walk, working on your talent and just Mm -hmm. the whole week or the whole two days, whatever pageant you're in, you just have to say yourself, you have to be yourself and have confidence in yourself or else nothing's going to happen for you. You're not going to feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. no matter what the outcome is.
3: I agree. And what should somebody look clothing-wise for the competition?
4: Honestly, it's not about the money. My Mm -hmm. dress... I'll tell you, it was $200. It was not those $5,000 gowns that we're getting in. And and it was a Tony Bowles. So I wasn't about to go spend $600 plus. It's really not... You have to be comfortable in your stuff. You have to be... If your heels are $5, if your heels are $100, it's really not about what you're wearing it's about how you look in it and how you feel in it and how you're showing strutting your stuff down the runway Mm -hmm. or on
3: the stage (laughs) yeah i think that's a great point to make sometimes because sometimes people think that oh i don't want to join the pageant because you know i can't spend that much money Mm -hmm. on a dress but really people need to realize that you know it's the girl in the dress and the judges see that so i'm glad that you mentioned that as well (laughs) because coming from you you know they understand too yeah
4: it's it's not yeah. And it's great it's cool to feel. You're not in a you're in a gown that you're comfortable with. And I know Miss America was talking about that her dress wasn't that expensive either mm-hmm. and it, it was plain and she won in it. She did it up with jewelry, she mm-hmm. made it look good, so anything works.
3: Great. And going back about more about that and yeah, if you heard that little quack, that's kinda of my phone. But you know. <laughs> other than that, guys, you know. But going back to more about you, how has this entire experience you know benefited your life entirely i grew
4: up in this pageant system actually i was the little pageant girl when i was five my mom directed some of the local pageants here and was the director for miss arizona so i grew up with the girls and i promised one of the miss arizonas that the minute i performed a solo i'd go and compete i was too young to compete compete for this but I went and competed a few years later and that's something else is that I went and competed in Miss Arizona outstanding team. I didn't place. I didn't Mm -hmm. do I didn't win anything. And then the next year I came back two years later and I won. So you might you could place top fifteen, you could place you couldn't place the next year. So it's just about boosting your confidence and getting ready. So I overall this year it's been a lot of confidence. It's been a lot of meeting people and putting myself out there and just I've learned
3: so much and it, it was great all year. That's awesome. And why do you think the Outstanding Teen System is a great choice? Like why would you recommend it to others? The directors and
4: the family that you have it's so you become so close with everyone and they work hard to put your put you out there Not just to show off the crown, not just to show off that you're Miss Arizona's Outstanding Team, but to work with your platform to show people that it's different and that it's not just, again, like we talked about Mm -hmm. dollars and tiaras, things like that. We're out there for a reason, to work with our community, to make a difference in other people's lives.
3: Great. And do you have any future goals for yourself aside from, you know, your title and your service?
4: <laughs> well, I'm uh, thinking about. i thinking about this year, after I get my title up, trying out to be a Suns dancer or a Cardinals <gasps> wow. dancer. So we'll see about that. Nice. And then maybe in a few years, go for Miss Arizona. And then next year, I'm headed to Chandler-Gilbert just to see what I want to do. Not sure what I want to study, and then I'll most likely be off to ASU. So. We'll see what happens, yeah. So a few things planned, and then whatever happens, take it, roll with it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Great. And is there anything else you'd like to accomplish before you give up your title in May?
4: I, I want the girls, the new girls who are coming in to
3: come do this to see...
4: I want to talk to them. I want to be closer to them, and I want them to realize how big of a year this is and how much you can do with it, whether you win or whether you're just a local, that this is, this is huge, and no matter what community service you're in, no matter what charity you're working with, that it can make a difference, and you'll make a difference, and no matter what you're doing, everything will work, and you'll, you'll get a whole bunch going on for you, and it'll be a crazy year, but it'll be awesome.
3: Yeah, I think that's definitely great for you to do that because then they feel comfortable and they're ready. Exactly. So definitely. And what would be your biggest, like, one piece of advice out of everything, our entire interview for somebody wanting to compete in this pageant? I would say don't,
4: don't look into it and don't get rid of it until you talk to someone who knows which I always have people go talk to other girls if they speak Mm to me I'll say you know come here come talk to this one I see what she has to say and I'll Mm kind of walk away and let them see so just that you need to come in and just give it a try because you'll like it and you'll gain confidence you get to walk in a pretty dress you get to speak with judges you get to show off your talent and just have a good time with it.
3: Great. And finally, how can others contact you, you know, find more about you and also the system? Right. on.
4: I have a Facebook page, uh, Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen. So if you go on that, you can message me and there's details about that, too. So go look on there and then everything's up there. You can sign up and you can get involved
3: and we'll see you in May if you decide to do it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Maddie, for coming Thank on. You for having me. I know, out of your busy schedule, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so much. Yep. It, That's okay. It makes my day, <laughs> <hard>. so thanks. <laughs> no problem. Well, let's take a break, guys. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Radio Network.
0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: You're listening to Voice America Kids, walking the fine line between clever and smart.
0: Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous.
1: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice
2: America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. So that was a great interview that we just had with Maddie, our Ms. Arizona's Outstanding Teen 2012. So... I think that's pretty cool. So, if any of you are interested, you know, go ahead and take a look at her Facebook page. You know, research the pageant as well to see if you're interested. And I think it'll definitely benefit a lot of you if you're interested in that. So, you're probably wondering, what are we going to talk about now? Because we have some free segments with Maddie. Me. I know, right? You're like, oh, Maddie, don't start this third person thing. It's so awkward. Like, why do you always do this? Yeah kind of the natural, right? I know you're like, okay, Maddie, get on with it. Okay. (laughs) Weird conversations, right? Okay. But anyways, for seriousness, um, we're going to be talking about on this segment, the top charities of 2012. I think I did this sometime earlier, last year. um, It's been a while. I can definitely say the most. It was either 2011 or 2012. Not really sure. It's 2013 now. I'm losing track of time sometimes. But regardless, I have this list for you. So it's going to be off of Forbes. And it's pretty cool because I hear that every year they generate a list of the top 100 charities. Um, Actually, the 100 largest charities in the U.S. So it basically means which one's Mid and popular, what's been working for them, and etc. So hopefully, if you're interested in some charity, like me and Maddie were talking about, you know, charity is close to our heart. So, you know, it's really great to be able to work with it, regardless of what you're doing or if you're just interested with it. So I'm going to be telling you that and maybe one will spark your attention or your interest. Okay, so once again, I hear that the United Way tops the annual Forbes list of the largest U.S. charities. So it looks like the United Way... I feel like has been, you know, topping the list for some years then, according to this, which is pretty cool because it's nice to see charities are constantly, consistently working, you know, being active in the community, especially with people and volunteers, you know. No matter the charity, if they're a small charity, it's great to work with them because then you kind of get to grow along with them. When you're growing with a charity, it's nice to help out too, regardless if they're small or large. And usually it's easier to work with kind of smaller charities I would say because when you're working with them you have more opportunities locally in the community but of course if you have the opportunity to work with a larger charity then that's always great too but um It's been really great to hear all of these different charities, but starting with this list that I have for you guys, we're going to be going into this, and I'm going to actually be doing the top 20 list this time, or even the top 30 if we get into it, but we'll start with the top 20 for now. So it looks like we have quite a bit of variety in this. We have everywhere from, you know, the military to the Salvation Army, et cetera, and all that. But we'll do the top ten for now. But we have number ten as Goodwill International Industries. And this one, I think, is a popular one. We always hear it on the television. We always see it in our local ads, newspapers, et cetera, magazines. And Goodwill is just a place to, you know... Kind of, you can donate your clothing as well as you can, you know, just really make a difference simply by donating those smaller aspects of that. So it can really be anything. I mean, going into Goodwill, you can see that they do clothing, they do, you know, smaller items, just everything that you could ever think of. So they're very much open. It's great if you have some stuff lying around the house, it's gently used, and you're wanting to get rid of it for a greater cause. So. It's nice. It benefits you in both ways, right? So number nine is YMCA. YMCA is also a very great and big organization, I feel, in America and the U.S. because you hear it all over. Um, They definitely provide programs. You hear a lot of the times that the YMCA is built with the Boys and Girls Club. And the Boys and Girls Club is an organization where they really do help the boys and girls of our states, of our cities, and, you know, just of America. They're really trying to give them a broader perspective on life and helping them accomplish some of their goals and aspirations as well. So definitely a big supporter of them as well. And it's really great to hear that they're partnering with other organizations such as the YMCA. It's making a difference actively every day. So, okay. And then number eight, we have World Vision. Of course, they help with vision. I think I've worked with, world vision before in terms of a vision walk i know in the past regardless if this is the organization that i'm talking about or not the world vision is really helping people of with vision disabilities i know one of the um walks that i did in the past was for the vision so basically what we did to give you kind of a perspective on what you could do to help you are on a team And then basically you walk for that cause. So you're actively raising money. Sometimes you can gain pledges. I know that um, there are different types of walks for everything. You can find walks for the military. You can find walks for cancer, for, you know, childhood and just everything else that you could ever think of but it's really great it's a good kind of fundraiser organization for your charity as well so that's kind of a tip because you can always gain pledges so I've heard this sometimes you hear it on tv too but no you can really do this in your community you can do like let's say I'll give you a dollar for every let's say half of a mile you walk so you walk a mile you walk two miles you'll get about like 2 to $4, so it's just a great little way to do that. Okay, so number seven on this list is the American Cancer Society. And I know somebody, one of my friends who's actually working with, you know, cancer patients as well. And I feel like this definitely deserves to be on the top list because, of course, it's something that we're facing every day. We're trying to find a cure for it. I know that my grandma has had breast cancer in the past as well. And then um, my producer currently has cancer as well, too. So it's just something that we're currently actively fighting. So again, if you have a heart or desire or a heart for this cause particularly is what I meant, um, definitely look into working with them because I know that there are so many different opportunities um, for even the largest charities. And that's really why I'm establishing all these charities, because like I said, it may be easier to work with a local charity. But then again, if you want to work with one whole organization, there's always something that you can do in your community as well. So there's lots of options, guys. And it's just the willingness to get out there. So hopefully I inspire you to get out there and help out these charities. So number six is food for the poor. So of course, they provide food to um, Families who are in poverty, families who can't afford it, I think it's really great. You know, food is a necessity that we need, food and water, definitely, as well as shelter. And I you know there's lots of homeless um, individuals out here as well. So it's really just taking the initiative to get out there and combat against that. But um, I definitely commend Food for the Poor as well. I commend all of these charities, but, you know, just giving them the necessities that they need in order to, you know, be active, be healthy, and, you know, stay strong. So that's nice. And of course, I've told you in the past about my um, working with um, Kitchen on the Street. And we talked to Lisa Scarpinato about that. And it's really great to be able to hand out the fresh produce. And I know I've mentioned this in the past, but it really makes a difference just saying, you know, being able to give them that and to take that burden off their shoulders as well. So number five is the American National Red Cross. Okay, so you've probably heard this one a bunch of times as well, especially with the hurricane reliefs and you know just everything that they're doing. Sometimes at local events, um, I just went to an event today. It was the Goodyear Avondale The Tale of Two Cities Parade. It's really just for the community, and there was lots of charities there, lots of organizations that are willing to help. And you can even see that they just really want to put the word out there that they're willing to help. You know the. More the. more support they get, the better it is, the easier it is for them to go out there in communities everywhere around the world and do that too. So number four is called Feeding America. So again, another charity that is combating against hunger and really making sure that families are able to have the nourishment that they need. Number three is Catholic Charities USA. So it's a Catholic group. And I believe that this one, they work with all types of different organizations. And they're really just there to kind of make a bigger, broader group. That way they can kind of go in combat against different causes, again, to support them, of course. Number two is the Salvation Army. Of course, you've heard this on the I would say the television as well. Some things that you can do with that. Again, the Salvation Army, you can donate some of your gently used items like clothing, you know, shoes, some things that you have lying around also. Just if you don't need it, it's always great to give it to somebody who is in need of those items. So, definitely, that's a great way to do that. Um, number one is United Way. So, that's also, again, one of the ones that top the list and... Um, They're really great. They've raised a lot of money, and it says that their headquarters is in Alexandria, Virginia. So if you happen to be there, maybe that's one that you can look into. But again, you know, they're doing so much for the community. But other than that, we'll keep talking about some more, I would say, some more topics, of course. You never know what to expect, right? But let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Radio Network.
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
2: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
0: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids.
2: Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? we didn't invent kid talk we perfected it and
3: at a very young age you're listening to voice america kids
2: you're tuned in to maddie rose and the fame game on the voice america kids channel now let's get back to our show
3: Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. So, yes, we were just talking about some charities. Again, United Way is that first number one on the 100 largest U.S. charities, according to Forbes magazine. And... Really, United Way is an organization connected to other organizations such as the Salvation Army, and it's just a broader, I would say, organization to help out other causes as well, many different ones. But hopefully you can get out in the community and definitely um, put your heart out there for a cause that's close to you and you're interested in, but the more you can do for the community, the better. So I'm going to definitely be upkeeping with that as well. So you're probably wondering, well, we have some time left, Maddie. So what are we going to be talking about? Well, I thought it'd be fun to have kind of like a random segment, right? You know, just the ones where there's no point to them because we haven't had one of those in a while. Mm, Well, we've had some of those. You're like, trust me, Maddie. You go and talk about those stories all the time. If you add them all up, there's probably a billion segments where we've gone off topic and they're kind of random, right? But this one's going to be even more random than usual. And you're probably like, oh my gosh, this is going to be weird. Yeah, it is. So, But hopefully you enjoy it anyways. And again, I don't recommend you to do this first one at home. But I just thought it was a fun fact to say anyways. So if you've yelled for eight years, and this is yelled straight, you know, just continuous. For eight years, seven months, and six days, you would have had enough sound energy to heat one cup of coffee and according to my producer bruce he said do not do that and i I agree with that don't do this don't yell that long you're gonna lose your voice and there's gonna be a reason for it you know but the coffee's gonna get really gross you know eight days just sitting there in the hot sun there is no reason why you're gonna want to drink that cup of coffee not at all right shake your head no woo no don't drink that cup of coffee you're like yeah maddie this segment is interesting right Mm-hmm. i know right this is the fun of it we have those last few minutes okay this one do any of you like butterflies do you i think they're pretty right they're the prettiest creatures i just saw one today when we were walking the mile um Back to our car because we got from an event and we were walking. But other than that, um, we saw a butterfly fly away. Did you know that butterflies taste with their feet? Yeah. According to this, they say that they taste with their feet. So I don't know if that would help you with a science experiment or, you know, a project of any sort. But now every time you see a butterfly, you can say, hey, they're tasting with their feet, right? Yep. Very nice, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Polar bears are left handed. Yep. So you see those I wonder, you know, that's just kind of funny that you think about that because if you look at the Coca-Cola commercials and there's always those polar bears, which hand do they, you know, grab the, the cola with? Should check if that's the left hand. It might be. You don't know, right? hmm We're gonna have to we're gonna research this all out. It's gonna be great. <laughs> okay. So, it looks like that a giraffe can clean its ears with its 21-inch tongue. It's pretty weird because you think that the only thing that's great about a giraffe is... (laughs) Everybody's looking at me, they're like, oh, why would we want to know that? Well, there's some days where you're just wanting to, you know, to find out about the world, and one of those days is today, so... Yes, but yes, giraffes, that's not the only thing there is to that, so there you go. Okay, did you know that if you spell out consecutive numbers, you have to go up to 1,000 until you'd find the letter A? So it's pretty cool, because I would have never thought that either, if that makes any sense to you. Okay, so the next, I would say fun fact, interesting fact, weird fact that we have. I'm just looking through this list because there is quite a few of them. But let's see, which one do we want to do? Okay, this one's kind of weird. It's some math for you guys. If you toss a penny 10,000 times, it will not be heads 5,000 times but more like 4,950 times. And the head picture weighs more, so it ends up on the bottom. I never knew that, right? It's pretty cool. So the next time that you make a bet, remember that the head side weighs more, so you might get tails. Yeah, remember, it's a 50-50 chance, though, too, so, you know, you never really know. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, though. I feel like I've done that before, though. I've betted with quarters. They're like, you want to just flip a coin? I always am so scared to do that because I'm like, how about if I don't win? I've lost a lot of bets at school. We just have, like, fun little bets every day, like how do you eat your oreo and do more people eat the oreo you know just eat it or do you like take it apart and then you know eat one side and then the other side and this is really random but it makes sense to me and going on that i'm just going to talk about that a little bit because i think it's a fun story yes i eat my oreos together to the point where you you just keep them all together you eat it just you don't take it apart you just eat it you enjoy the oreo you know My friends, they like to take it apart and eat both sides. And I tell them, I'm like, I wonder if everybody does that. So guess what? We took a class survey, and we were tied. But then more people like to take it apart. But I did influence some people, though. I was like, tell them that you eat it. You know, you keep it together. They're like, okay, yeah, I do that. And then my friends are like, stop influencing them. It was so funny, though. It was cool. You know, the random random life of me. Interesting. Okay. Did you know it's possible to lead a cow upstairs but not downstairs? Because they're probably just so heavy that you can leave them upstairs. You'll lead them up the stairs. It's pretty decent enough to do that. But yeah. The only animal that I've ever had upstairs is probably my dog. He's a chihuahua. So he just darts up and down the stairs. He jumps you know, across the stairs, jumps across the roof, different things like that. He can jump off of walls, too. You're probably like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with your dog? He's a pretty weird little chihuahua, but I love him so much. Okay, did you know that the shortest complete sentence in the English language is I am? Period. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Well, guys, we have a song of the week for you, so I'll let that be a surprise for you guys. But remember that I'll see you next week, and this segment has been produced by Kidstar. I'm Maddie Rose, and this is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network, and I will see you next week, guys. Bye.
5: I to catch my and I, I to catch your eye. You need to you Sound uh, And hold it In my hand The rose won't blossom From the ground uh, Desert sand uh, But I like to pretend
2: on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.
0: The future of online TV is here.